0: RN LP Laguna, Laguna Laguna, Laguna Beach. Beach Member Supported KXFM on 104.7 kxfmradio.org This disclaimer is a statement notifying listening audiences that any opinions expressed in our shows are not representative of Laguna Radio Inc its management or its board of directors Rainbow radio, and the first off the news, I gotta say you heard that that song, my song whoops, my theme song for the show somewhere over the rainbow, I got some news this is this is exciting. I found out about it eleven o'clock last night. you know it's um it's a Hawaiian native that sang the song originally, and it, he goes by is for short. I won't try and pronounce his long name well, I kamakawa i oles. I you've, that's probably close somewhere in the room. It hit over 1 billion with a B views on YouTube. It was released over 30 years ago. And I like to think I had some contribution to that. <laughs> all, all of those 30 billion, you know, it's an iconic song. It has a wonderful message. And, uh, he, tragically we lost is at a fairly young age, um, primarily due to obesity, which is uh, a problem in Hawaii because of the diets that the Westerners have introduced, I'd like to think. But anyway, uh, so we lost But anyway, after 30 years, he's got one billion hits. Who would have thought? The longer version, if you find it, it, it also uh, changes over to um, What a Wonderful World. He does So he, he does both songs in the song he starts with Over the Rainbow, segues into what a wonderful world world and then he comes back to over the rainbow and it's a wonderful rendition of a song that's um, perennial as the grass as they might say so good morning it is saturday morning here in laguna beach and they hauled a catalina island off again today it's gone you look out there on the ocean you can't see it <laughs> it's a phenomenon that happens here in laguna beach there's a uh, cloud layer that is thick and heavy and lays on the ocean. Looks like there's no island there anymore. And the cargo ships and all the other ships that are out in the, in the on the ocean lately. There's been lots of them, as we know. So um, anyway, it's 60 61 degrees coming in today and, and as a lot of us people, just all we want to know is the weather report. We don't want any of that other stuff, right? It's 60 degrees. Some clouds this morning will give way to generally sunny skies in the afternoon near 60s well, I already said that a uh, wind southwest, ten to twenty miles an hour. I like it when it says there's abundance of sun. That's what it usually says. Uh, anyway, so if we if we look through for the week ahead, Sunday it's partly cloudy. Monday we get a little more rain, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sunny, 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 sunny. Sixty, fifty-eight to sixty-nine degrees throughout the week, and so it's another. We are so spoiled here in Laguna Beach. <laughs> So I want to thank our sponsor Mike Johnson of Compass Realty. He's been sticking with us all this time. I I've been here almost 4 years and uh and it's a good feeling uh, to have a, a support like that. He's a realtor and if you have any realtor needs, uh, look up Compass Realty with Mike Johnson. Again, thank thank you Mike for being here with us. Um I guess that takes care of the news. I shout out to the Saturday market. Now that uh, mask masking is getting. Oh, it's what a relief. I had my second injection and um, no innuendo there, please. (laughs) I've had more than. Oh, no, I bet I better better save myself on that one. Anyway, my shout out goes out to Saturday market where. Now that we're wearing less masks, you can do more entertaining and you can do more entertaining by shopping local and picking up all your provisions, including wine and, uh, you know, cheese and appetizers, fresh vegetables, meat, everything, whatever you want for a fine dinner. And uh, cook it up fresh that day and have a dinner party on Saturday night. How's that sound? We're getting really close to that. More people are getting vaccinated and hopefully... Our, our president says uh, July 4th, we're going to have a celebration. Hopefully, it's a it's a goodbye, adios, COVID celebration. Uh, looks like the end of May, uh, we should have um, most all U.S. citizens vaccinated is what we're hoping for. Uh, they're up about 100,000. Uh, no, it's more than that. I'm wrong. I think it's a million vaccinations a day is what we're hitting now. Yeah. Uh, which is a lot. It's a lot of people. There And now they've decided that veterinarians can do injections, which I, listen, we lived in the country. Our veterinarian was our family doctor. <laughs> the other doctor was my dad. He was a doctor of mortuary science, and we didn't like to see him. <laughs> but that, no, I digress. Uh, so, my, so uh, no, uh, Dr. Kendall was our veterinarian. And, and uh, so uh, we... Uh, he was more handy than our regular doctor, so often if it was something minor, we'd call it Doctor Kendall, and he knew a veterinarian. So also they're going to they're going to do veterinarians and oh uh, who else to do oh EMTs, I guess they're they're trying to you know there's a shortage of people to give the injections, and it, there's there's three things that are pro- it could be shortage of the vaccine, shortage of getting people scheduled and into locations, and a shortage of pieces people to put them in your arms. So that's probably a pretty colossal uh, undertaking. And it's just great that we have uh, two competing uh, pharmacies uh, working together to get the uh, Johnson and Johnson is what it's called now vaccine. I don't know the actual designation of it, but so hopefully and hopefully new variants get on the horizon. And I'm feeling really good. I think by June, it's going to be, we're all going to be feeling pretty good. That's my That's my hope um, here on Saturday morning in Laguna Beach. Uh, a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful day. Speaking of beautiful, I have a beautiful person that's a guest this morning. And she's waiting in the wings here. Um, she's been a guest before. And she was, uh, I got a little confused last week and thought she was going to be last week. But She's here this week, so everyone knows about it this week. Uh, Davina. Hey,
1: Craig. Thanks for having me back, and thanks for having me today yeah. as well,
0: <laughs> I know as you well had, last week. Yeah, I know you had a schedule. I know. I remember you saying, well, i got to figure out my, because you, you have seminars, or no, you have, um, yes. Have-
1: yeah, I was in a seminar last weekend, so oh. I wasn't able to be here, um, you so you I scheduled. apologize for that.
0: Yeah, so you scheduled it for me so you could you could make it on a specific day and here I got the wrong day and uh, anyway, uh, let's not let's not digress on that. Um I I just want to preface um Davina, she's in the health, mental health care business. She's got a PhD in psychology, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So luckily, I don't have to give anybody any shots. <laughs> I, so I'm not a medical doctor. <laughs> I'm not with the dentists or the veterinarians. I'm not in that group. I I, I can't give shots, but I can give uh, inspiration and and mental health services.
0: Uh, that, that was the other thing was dentists and veterinarians. I thought, well, they're both. Dentists are probably horrible. I just shove it in and kill you, but <laughs> that's what we think of them anyway. But that's not true. Anyway, so yeah, I do have um, I do have a friend who does some therapy, and she's uh, a member of the Laguna Beach Pride, and she's oh, our yes. secretary treasurer, um, Michelle Voles, and uh, she. I so I always keep up to date on how the industry's going. And I'd like you to start with that, how it's, how it's affecting you personally.
1: Yeah. um, Well, we are very busy. Uh, All of my colleagues have, uh, you know, people are really uh, seeking out mental health services therapy for a lot of anxiety and depression um, relationship challenges. This has been a very tough year um, getting through the pandemic and uh, people have been stretched pretty darn thin. And so um, and they've also had, uh, you know, some time and need to to get uh, therapy and support like that. So um, I've been busier than in, in previous years, and just more willing to say yes. Like, okay, you know, just say yes, get work with more people because I know that the need is there. Yeah. Um, and and right now, what the focus is is on helping people, you know, be with self care, how to take care of themselves in a pandemic. Um, how to really check in with um, their boundaries, what do they need, uh, what do they need to set limits? Um, and dealing with anxiety and, and depression. Uh, I have actually several uh, YouTube videos out there now to help people with insomnia, uh, how to deal with uh, with anxiety when it comes up, progressive muscle relaxation, things like that, just you know uh, affirmations mm-hmm. because again, this pandemic has brought up so much fear, trauma, et cetera. And so people need skills to be resilient and get through it.
0: Uh, About the trauma and the anxiety, I, uh, I'm making an assumption. I'd I'd like to hear your opinion on it. Um, I I think in prior to 2020, we were so busy charging forward on so many levels that we took little time to, uh, have some introspective conversations with ourselves Mm -hmm. And uh, COVID has certainly allowed us a lot more opportunities to do that. Is that um, part of what might be fueling some of the angst that people are experiencing?
1: Yeah, definitely before COVID, people could distract themselves from their circumstances. So if they were in an unhappy job or relationship or um, had, you know, whatever it is that they weren't dealing with, they could distract with going to the movies or anything else that we used to do. (laughs) Um and then when COVID bad behavior
0: healed, drinking or um I suppose yeah,
1: yeah absolutely and um and now people are really looking at their circumstances and uh, ready to to face things head on. Um also a lot of people yeah they were drinking and they realized their drinking or their cannabis use uh, was excessive and and becoming detrimental to their either you know causing lung issues coughing or blackouts or things that really shocked them. And so they had a wake-up call and they're ready to, you know, to address those issues. So it's been a busy time.
0: So having uh, suffered, uh, I guess surviving the fight makes you tougher. What are they, what they always like to say there, having lived through it makes you a smarter person. And so, I don't know, I I always feel when you put work in on yourself, that's a really good investment.
1: Uh, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And per, perhaps uh, COVID, if the, there's a silver lining, that it's provoked people to have some more introspect and um, deal with some issues that will be good for them in the long run. Um, that's my that's my hope. So, yeah, you know, you, you get, how did you get, I always like to know how people get involved in what they're doing. Did you, as a 12-year-old girl, go, oh, <laughs> I, this is something interesting? Or did you get bit by a bug at some place along the way?
1: I think that's a great question. Yeah, um, definitely. As uh, probably around that age, yeah.
0: Oh, really? Well, <laughs> so,
1: uh, yeah. I, I, you know, like many people, uh, I love my family. Let's just say that. But I grew up in a dysfunctional one, and uh, I saw some patterns early on. And I just thought, why do people do what they do? I want to understand this. And so, actually, my parents were having problems, and I enrolled in a class for divorced kid, uh, kids from divorced families. And it was kind of a thing because my parents weren't divorced yet, but the school <laughs> let me actually get into the class. Um, I had rampant, to have permission. Uh,
0: conditioning. Did your parents know that you were attending this class?
1: Yeah, they had to They had to give permission for it. And they got divorced a couple of years later. Yes. So I was just a little bit ahead of the curve. I could tell that it was coming and I wanted to understand. And so I, I just was a kid that really, you know, um, I wanted to understand human behavior, I wanted to understand why people did what they did, and I wanted to have support uh, as as a young person. So I was very drawn to um, anything related to psychology, um, uh, human behavior, mm-hmm. and then uh, when I came out, um, I got involved with some counseling groups to get support for the coming out process, and, uh, and actually, um, landed in some 12-step programs when I was a, a teenager and uh, went to a place called the Live and Let Live Club. Uh, I grew up in Oregon and it was an LGBT um, recovery uh, AA kind of group. And so was just surrounded in people that were um, working on codependency, uh, yeah. recovery from smoking, alcohol, that kind of thing. And and was just really drawn to that. and appreciated being in environments where you could sit in a circle with people and they would talk about what was real. I was, yeah. an authentic, you know, I was an authenticity junkie. I wanted to be around people telling the truth and what they were dealing with and being in an environment where I could be real myself too.
0: So the truth really does set you free.
1: <laughs> it, does,
0: it does. It does. Yeah. Um, I, um, I was going through a relationship and I decided to, we've, we, want, we wanted to go to a counselor because it wasn't going as well as we had hoped, you know. So we went, and uh, just as a casual comment, he says, you know, everyone should go to uh, a Drug Anon or Al-Anon or a meeting. Just they, everyone should experience it because of the honesty and the, you know, there's nothing guarded. It's all right out there. And so I took it literally, and I thought, oh, well, I'm dutiful. I got to go. So I went, I found a Narcotics Anonymous uh-huh. And there were about probably in this group there's probably thirty-five, maybe forty people in a circle. It was a big group. And the smoke was heavy, and I had never been. And of course they came to me and I just said I didn't have much to say. And they of course they're very polite and let you go by. But oh my God, when I got out of there, I I, I agreed. It it is something uh the humanity of it all, and everyone. Well, last week I was on the street, and my, and my friend got killed, and you know all these. And I, I believe every every le- syllable of it. And mm-hmm. so I do think it's um. I think it's a kind of a reality check, and, and I do I, I I like you said it's uh it's uh it's unvarnished truth you know? Yeah, know well,
1: it's kind of like therapy is the, the rich man's confession and uh 12-step meetings are you know the the everyday person's uh place to just go and get things off your chest and and it's a place where you know i think you can let go of shame and shame is what really destroys people you know holding on to, to guilt and shame and not being able to work through something or let something go and being in an environment where you uh you can talk about what's bothering you, let it out, uh, find you acceptance, know. realize you're not alone, you know? So um, I, I love 12-step programs for that reason.
0: You know, on your topic of shame, I do, I think shame is, shame is very stealthy. You think you don't have it. You think you've, you're, you're balanced. And then you realize that you are shameful for some in unknown reason that you decided you should be. 30 years ago <laughs> or 10 yeah. years ago, and you're still carrying that with you. I remember the first time I thought I could never be a parent because you're gay. And then at some point I had this realization. Now, where did I get that thought? Cause I don't think that's right. You know, and, and yeah. I dropped that shame that, uh, you know, and now I can see a, a, a gay couple with kids and I just so envious and, and so uh, you know, in the very simplistic way, but a very en- envious of that, Family unit, you know that I felt I, because of shame, I should deny myself. So I think it's a very creepy thing. It creeps up on you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that for for those of us in the LGBTQ community, um, yeah, we have been indoctrinated to, uh, to to feel bad about who we are at, at the core level, and um, it's very important to, to heal that and let go of that.
0: So you stepped out on this mission and your parents were supportive Um, and how, how, so you got some insightfulness from this, attending this uh, children of separated
2: adults.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, so I got into that and I realized I really liked being in environments where I could learn about human behavior. And I liked being in these environments where they're like a group setting where you could talk your problems out. And then I discovered that, at every school, there's a there's a guidance counselor, and that you can go and sit and talk to them, and their job is to listen and impart their wisdom. And so, I would always, at whatever school I was at, I'd make sure I had weekly sessions with the guidance counselor, um, and then uh, got my own therapy when I could afford to, you know, start start paying for therapy. Um, and I love that process of uh, I just I love therapy. I love um, always, and I have a therapist now, I have a, I have a life coach now, and I, I like to, um, I think it's important that whoever you're working with, that they're constantly growing and changing and learning too, um, and, and continuing to work on their stuff because, um, you know, we, we can always polish ourselves up. There's, and it's not about, it's not about like there's something wrong with you, but it's about going deeper and knowing yourself deeper, um, Mm So, yeah, so I, I just, that was my path. And then I went into graduate school and became a psychologist so I could support other people in living their best lives and, you know, working through their stuff so they could be uh, happy and, you know, enjoy life as well.
0: So it sounds, um, it sounds like part of, uh, you had a comment when we first, we, we first started talking, uh, that, uh, there's a, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of need out there right now with uh, what's been going on and that what your response to that was to step up a little bit um, with more sessions and um, i forget i forget exactly what you said but yeah
1: just just um, working more yeah working
0: more and spending more time with others to help them move along you know your co your coworkers and such is let me ask you this big question. Is yeah. your book that you're releasing, is that part of that stepping up and helping more people approach? Definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. And during COVID, um, you know, I, there was uh, less to do. So I just focused more on my writing and was able to get my next book out a little sooner. And that's the Man of Paradigm Shift, Creating the Consciousness of Abundance and Freedom. And I started working on it before the, um, before the pandemic And the book was looking at, um, it's it's like a couple of things. One is, uh, how do we move, again, how do we move through fear so that we can live the best life that we're here to, to live? And how do we, what are some of the thoughts that we have that keep us imprisoned and keep us from being happy? And then on a bigger picture, it's looking at what's going on outside of us that is keeping us from living the life that we want. So there's the internal stuff that we do to ourselves. Like I can't have what I want, or I'm not good enough. The perfectionism, the anxiety, the self-doubt there's, there are those internal things, but there's also been something going on outside of us. And if you've ever watched the movie, Chitty Chitty, Bang, Bang, they're telling a story. It's a kid's movie. And then they say, and while we've been sitting here, the water has risen. And now we're in deep water. And that's when they discover that the car can fly or whatever. Oh, there's something that's been going on with around us, which is that it's been ha- become harder and harder to make a living and to pay our bills, and to um, you know to to have the kind of life and lifestyle that we want to have, and that is what's been going on around us is that there's been uh, the the structure outside has been changing, and so we have become, as a, as a society in this country, more and more divided between the haves and the have-nots, between what I'm calling the master class and the servant class. And we have been giving our power away more and more to corporations, to politicians, to the almighty dollar. And there's an allegory uh, from you know, the, the Bible, if you will, about the Hebrews being slaves in Egypt. And that the uh, Pharaoh was enslaving them and taking more and more from them. And Moses went out into the desert. And God said to Moses, "Go back and tell Pharaoh to let my people go free. That this this servitude is wrong." And Pharaoh said no. And then finally, some plagues happened. And then Pharaoh said, "Fine, go." And the Hebrews were able to flee in the middle of the night into the desert. But once they got there, they realized, well, what are we going to do? We knew we had this system when we worked for Pharaoh, where we knew where our food was coming. We had those flesh pots to keep us warm. We had a structure to our day, but now that's gone. What do we do? And they asked for divine help and God gave them manna and manna. If you've heard of it, it's, it's sort of this bread-like substance, but it's also colloquially the thing that shows up when you need it, manna from heaven. And so, so the concept is that we have to be willing to leave whatever is putting us in servitude, whatever we're giving away our power to, and move forward in faith and trust that the universe will give us what we need. But if we keep like giving more and more of ourselves away to a system that is broken that is exploiting us, we will continue to be indentured servants or uh, whatever you want to call it.
0: You know, um, that's a wonderful um, explanation. And, you know, I read a book once called Misery is, is Company. You know, some people are happy with their misery. Some people are happy with their angry. Some people are, uh, and, and they drag that around. And then at the end of the day, they're not really happy, you know. Yeah. And it, and that's part of the internal your your, your multi-pronged approach was it sounded like you're telling me your external influences and your internal influences um but uh the um you touched on something there i wanted to i wanted to explore a little bit more Uh, uh well let me let me toss this at you i i I'd look at this last week. I went and got my shot and I went down to um, Carlsbad and we went through some neighborhoods to where they were giving the vaccination and it, it was pretty rough, you know, and uh, two weeks ago I went North and we went up to a neighborhood to go to an art gallery and, you know, you're going to your art gallery. You know, I love art. So I, I think it's very therapeutic. It's wonderful. It stuff, But I mean, a lot of people might have an attitude about it. And, Here's Home Depot on a major street with a in a commercial district, and there's all these people homeless on the street, one after another. Police officers chasing a homeless woman across the street in front of the car. And to speak to what you're, you are about uh, the Pharaoh with all the money, uh-huh. the symptom, I, I, I think we're trying to deal with a symptom of a system that needs a lot of help. Yeah. And, and the, the homelessness is a horrible scourge, and they love to point out that it's, uh, you know, in the various cities that have a worse, uh, a bad, a number of homelessness. And I know Portland, Oregon, when I first, when I lived there many years ago, they had a high homeless population for some reason. No one really understood why, because it's a cold, miserable place to be in the winter. You know, um, I wouldn't say miserable; it's a cold place to be, and there's colder. It place. rains all the time. It rains all the time. You're always wet and damp. <laughs> but anyway, I look at that, and I do. I do feel when, when there's a strong middle, uh, middle section, it, it's healthy and robust, and um, many many good things happen. I I don't know if you're aware, but uh, two years ago, here we ha- uh, we had a conference on diversity and the power of diversity in the community. And what a strong, diverse, middle-class economy will do for any city, just looking at a city level where it's – because uh, that's important. And it was a very poignant uh, – Richard Florida wrote a book about it, and he's been recently in the media again love him about it yeah and uh yeah he explains it so and you, like what you said it's based on science it's the truth i mean he they it's, he is very very careful about what he puts out there for everyone to uh, uh cling to or to to look at or examine that in that he wants it to be accurate and uh, well founded in studies and uh you know thorough studies you know they're not they're not conjured up numbers but yeah so i, I I am. Uh, the name of your book flew by me pretty fast. I can, can you give it to me again?
1: Yeah. It's called The Mana Paradigm Shift.
0: So, manna was a reference to
1: the manna uh, from heaven,
0: manna from heaven. And it's as that manna,
1: uh-huh. M-A-N-N-A. uh huh, manna rhymes with Havana. And um, it's about really shifting. So, it, it's about doing the internal work to change what's going on outside of us. So taking our power back from within and trusting and investing in ourselves instead of giving our power away to the pharaohs of the world. And it's creating a consciousness of abundance and freedom from within. So looking at thoughts that keep us stuck, like that's one aspect is Well, first of all, it's choosing freedom. It's saying, you know what? I'm going to choose to be a sovereign being. I'm going to choose to be a happy person. I'm going to choose to be free and abundant. And then um, kind of the next step would be turning away from your fears, turning away from your self-doubts, turning away from what the outside world is telling you you have to do or be, and really listening to your higher mind, to, to the... Deeper wisdom that is within each of us, but a lot of times, like I said, we don't we don't stop to listen to it. And the pandemic has no. helped people to stop to meditate, to get clear what what's really true. What does my heart want? Uh, what's right for me? And I think, like after the recession, after the Great Recession of two thousand and eight, a lot of people became terrified, and they be- they worked. They started to work longer hours. They were working harder and harder. They were allowing themselves to. Be used and abused more by employees, I mean, by employers because yeah. they're afraid to lose their jobs. And so, I what we <laughs> and you know, Craig, maybe you're familiar. Do you remember this I Love Lucy episode where um, they're working in like a chocolate factory and yeah. they have to wrap the uh, thing on the conveyor belt? Uh, yeah. I think that you're that, doing good. We'll speed it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's what's happened to us is that uh. we have. We've allowed them to turn the conveyor belt, whoever they are, up on us. And okay, you know, like running faster on the hamster wheel. And it's not possible.
0: I want to add something to what you're saying, because I think I I totally agree with what you're saying. But right now, so we have this time to take a little more um, perspective on ourselves. And uh, we can, I think, in those circumstances, too easily be so highly hypercritical of ourselves that we don't realize that this is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's, it's a process of understanding yourself and empowering yourself. It's not a process of demoralizing yourself because you couldn't have done better or you missed this opportunity. Or I remember I met one therapist. She said they should strike shoulda Mm, vocabulary. I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done this. I have a friend who says, I should have bought that house 20 years ago. You know, (laughs) it's look what it's selling for now or I should have done this or I should't finally I just i go enough of the shit is yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll do maybe would be better moving forward but i I guess so uh i guess you're you you agree that um uh, perhaps when people slow down and look they can be uh, more critical than needed they need be, or
1: Yeah. And it's, it's also an invitation to be a human being versus a human
2: doing.
0: Oh, I like that. (laughs)
1: We've really got, uh, we've really set it up so that our, our self-esteem and our, our sense of self-worth is connected to our net worth and our ability to produce.
0: And your BMW or your Porsche Cayenne or,
1: you know. Yeah, our materialism yeah. Um, or our status or our bank account or, you know, and, and then people start to feel like, oh, gosh, you know, um, I'm not contributing at this level. Uh, it must mean I, I have nothing to offer the world. Um, and and that's just not true. And, um, you know, we have this kind of let's throw away our, our elders uh, mm-hmm. attitude in, in,
0: Boy, when, when they're gone, you have so many. I should have. I say. I wish I'd have asked so many questions now uh, about their growing up experiences, which I never really knew. You know, I, I
1: right. Instead of seeing them as the wisdom keepers and the sages, uh, we tend to, uh, you know, in, in a society that values productivity over presence yeah. or people over uh, profits over people. We tend to um, dismiss our, our, our sage ones, our elders. We don't see their value. Um,
0: this is Craig on KXFM 104.7. I'm here with Davina. I want to put an R in your name, but it's there is Davina. No Davina yeah. uh, a licensed a psych, psychotherapist, a PhD uh-huh. in psychotherapy. And she's discussing her new book. We're going to take a short music break and we'll be back with Davina on the other side. And follow up if you do have some questions. I do. We do have a call-in number here. You can call in, and it's our request line that's on the internet. It's there, and uh, we'll be right back in just a minute.
2: That's my, my hidden treasure chest, golden grand piano, my beauty focus EOU. Oh, you, oh, I believe it all. My acres of land, by the cheese. It may be hard for you to stop and believe, but for you, oh, you. I believe it all. Oh, for you. Give me one good reason why I should never make a change. Baby, if you want me, then all of this will go away. My many artifacts, the list goes on. If you just say the words I, I'll open and run. Divido, oh, deo, uh, uh, divido. Family, they don't understand. They fear they'll lose so much if you take my hand. But for you, ooh, you, you, i do lose do For you, ooh, you, ooh, i do lose My hidden treasure chest, golden grime piano, my beautiful steal you, you, I'd leave it all Oh, for you,
0: ooh, you, ooh, I'd leave it on. Oh, this is Craig on KXFM 104.7. I'm here with uh, Davina Kotulski. Get your last name in there for a change, huh? Yeah, Kacholski, you got it. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna she's very being very modest here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna forcibly embarrass her. I'm gonna read she's got a PhD, licensed clinical psychologist, sought after speaker, award-winning, best-selling author with a thriving private practice and thriving even more in Los Angeles, California, and an international life coaching practice. She's worked with successful authors, HBO, and syndicated actors, managers, vice presidents of companies, seven-figure professionals, nonprofit leaders, hospital administrators, entrepreneurs, medical professionals. She helps clients move through fear, self-doubt, transition, creative uh, blocks, grief, loss, coming out, and even gender reassignment surgery to leading, fulfilling workshops. Oh, fulfilling and empowered lives. Now i got to take a breath. (laughs) <laughs> that's a, that. well that's a lot to put out there <laughs> so we're just we're just not um uh chopped liver as they say here at kxfm we're we're <laughs> we got some we got some muscle behind this here um where do we leave off um i think uh we got past your your uh, how does your family are you close to your family
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I'm close to my family. Are um, they
0: supportive of your everything?
1: yeah, yeah they definitely are yeah they're and they're up in uh, the Oregon area uh very supportive um, yeah uh they were supportive of my coming out, which was amazing it was I think it was a little confusing for them but but they were supportive mm-hmm. um, and uh yeah they've they've um
0: do you have any siblings?
1: I have two brothers uh-huh and a sister.
0: And they're all from this the, your your two parents that separated. Uh,
1: no, I have I have a, a very uh, diverse family. I have um, uh, one brother uh, from my um, my biological parents. Then I have a brother from um, my stepmom, and then I have a sister who came in back into the family or 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 came into my life um, a, about 10, 15 years ago. Wow. Um, she was uh, the first child to my dad, who's uh, and her her mother they were i guess in college and her mother decided to uh you know uh, not keep her put her up for ad- adoption um and uh it's it's a very kind of sad story uh her parents didn't want her with my dad and so even though my dad wanted to you know marry her and uh they he was from the wrong side of the tracks i guess uh oh, it was one of those um kind of tragic love stories where her uh, biological mother was from a wealthier family. And my dad was, uh, a, a, you know, from a Polish immigrant family and they weren't thrilled about that. And so, um, yeah, so she was uh, put up for adoption but she found, we found my dad um, about 15 years ago. And uh, and now I have a, a big sister. She's great.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: The batters, have. All, everyone's supportive of you, your being uh, gay. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: You know, um, yeah. speaking of being from the right side of the tracks, wrong, wrong side of the tracks, so I think as you get older, you examine about what your, I, I want to just say your legacy, maybe let's make it say your social legacy from your parents, but my dad being a mortician and in business for years uh, as a contractor, um, he, there was no boundaries on anyone everyone was a human being first uh and i think part of it was what that industry that he did you know you know doesn't matter who you are you know you were all human beings we all have our frailties and we all have our things and uh, he you know unbeknownst to me that became part of my culture and i I really do feel that's a a really good attribute to have i don't i don't judge people i i uh Uh, And I remember any day there might be, you never knew who was going to show up at the house. We lived out in the country and uh, whether uh, my dad's best friend was going through a divorce, he'd show up or the guy that ran the mortuary would show up. Everyone would just show up and we'd have these wonderful conversations with my dad and family. And I I never gave it much thought until later, you know.
1: Where did you grow up, Craig?
0: Wairika, California, almost oh, in Oregon. Yeah.
1: yeah, beautiful. That's beautiful. Up there. Yeah, it is
0: beautiful. Uh, Mount Shasta was oh. our our picture window. You know, uh, face Mount Shasta. We would always watch suns- the sunsets on Mount Shasta. A shout out to my cousin Michelle, who still lives up there in Wairika, <laughs> Michelle Cooley. Um, so yeah, we were five generations there in in Northern California.
2: Yeah, so, I, yeah, you never. I, was what,
0: I think in our. For me, sometimes in your life, you experience something and in your back of your brain, your brain says, you know, I don't un- quite grasp what's going on here, but it's significant. Mm-hmm. And then later on in life, you look, it's still there because you haven't resolved it. It's not that it's a big thing. It's, it's in my, it's a fairly small thing. And then you look back at it and then you go, oh, I understand now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that happens a lot more than we realize.
1: Yeah. Um, one I wondered where you were living, where the the veterinarian was, the the, the doctor, oh. the family doctor. Um, it, but that that's really beautiful that your that your dad had uh, a humanity and a humility to him that he saw everyone as as people. And I would imagine being with with a, a body is very reverent too, because you're just yeah. you know you're with uh, somebody. Well, you're with a family first of all after they've lost someone that they've loved. But you're also with with a body, and there's that that liminal period of, um, you know, the soul has left, but maybe it's kind of hanging around, and I don't know, just something the, the life is still there, but you're you're kind of graduating it on. And I, I think of anyone that works with uh, people who are dying, or as uh, as a midwife into the next the next realm, right. you know.
0: Yeah. It's like a, I never quite thought of it like that, but that, I think you're absolutely right. That's, uh, that's probably what, uh, cultured him speaking of cultures. And I always have a, a strong, I, I just want, I, there's so many questions I want to ask you, but this is another okay. question. I'm of, of the opinion that, um, a lot of our behavior is instinctual and we don't realize just to what depth that it is instinctual and, and, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, uh, but it's important to recognize it is do you find that in your practice? Um,
1: i I think that uh, there's there's certainly a place for nature and nurture. Um, I think that that you know we do have like our fear-based responses if we're uncomfortable with something, we mm-hmm. all respond in, in the same way to you know when we're anxious and there are things that if we are in you know we're feeling depressed or we're feeling anxious or we're feeling stressed um there are things that we can all do that will bring us back down you know we all have a fight or flight nervous system for example and there are specific things that you can do to address uh your fight or flight nervous system that will work for for everybody Deep breathing is one of those things. Oh. Uh, progressive muscle relaxation to calm down and deal with stress is another. Um, getting out and exercising is something that always works to, to to deal with depression when we're moving, when we're exercising, that will uplift our moods. So there are some specific things that we can do that, that you know, that can help all of us.
0: Kind of to follow up on that, I always like to... to um draw back to my audience. I'm so grateful they're here and they listen and they dial in. And every once in a while I get uh some responses that hold the heartstrings, you know. Uh maybe someone's in a community and they and they they feel uh there's a a voice they can listen to, you know, that uh is uh comforting on some level.
1: Yeah.
0: Um uh, I'm so I want to ask you if for instance, Guyana, for some reason. Right now, they're having a lot of in, uh, in it's on the southwest coast of Africa, the largest landmass in the world, and Guyana. And there's, I, I have listeners. I can tell that there's listeners in Guyana. Uh-huh. But there's also in India, and the there are also in, in many other countries, certainly the U.K. Hi, Lynn, out there in the U.K. And um, I'd like to – is there a message? I mean, if they're struggling in a country where – let me, let me read you some yeah. shocking statistics. <laughs> Same-sex marriage is still not allowed in 167 countries. Mm-hmm. Homosexuality is still a crime in 74 countries or jurisdictions around the world. Fourteen of these impose the death penalty, or and five uh, uh, of those up to life imprisonment. So not every existence is like living in L.A. or living in Laguna Beach, for example, or mm-hmm. um, what, what would you, what could you put out to those people trying to struggle with who they are and um,
1: what? Yes, what? absolutely. So, so um, Craig and I don't know if we talked about this before, but I was very involved with the marriage equality movement here in the United States uh, almost 20 years ago is when I, when I started to get involved with that. And I um, one thing is 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 that you have to liberate yourself. You have to be a part of your own liberation. You have to put yourself out there. You have to work to open the hearts and change the minds of the people that are oppressing you. But the first thing you have to do is decide that you have a right to be equal and free. And you have to work on letting go of your shame. You have to let go of the, the brainwashing that you're less than in any way. You are not, you are an equal human being. Your love, Is just as valid as everyone else's love, and you have the right to be free and to get married and do all those things. But you have to first feel it on the inside that you are entitled to that right, and then you have to step out and do the work to enroll other people and change the laws. Um, I I just I want to mention my website, and I want to encourage people to contact me from some of those places. I have books that I've written about how we did that work here that I'm happy to ship to you. Um, uh, My website is davinakotolsky.com. My book, Love Warriors, The Rise of the Marriage Equality Movement and Why It Will Prevail. I have extra copies of those books. I'm happy to send those to you. Um, My book, Why You Should Give a Damn About Gay Marriage is still out there. We've retired it here in the United States because we don't need it anymore. But there are lessons, there are talking points. Those, those books can show you what we did here and what you can do to make a difference in your community. You've just gotta keep moving forward, find allies and don't give up, but believe that you deserve that right. That is so important and love yourself. There's nothing wrong with you. Some people love men, some people love women, some people love both. It is what it is, it is not better, it is not worse. It's just a fact. And, and you have a right to be happy.
0: Well, I, I think four years on this station and you've had the most encouraging words there the, the mm-hmm. the, 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 that thank great. you. I, I honestly, it's hard to put out there and, and it's important. I guess what I, I've forgotten too, it's important that your first conversation is with yourself
1: mm-hmm.
0: is what your, your point is and start there and, and, and move 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 out because uh yeah that's that's a lot what you said and it and it, i really dearly appreciate it and i've uh, that you're here today after all this time of searching for the best guest no <laughs> but i, I digress um, yeah so if anyone is out there and and uh, they can also get a hold of uh, rainbow-radio.com uh, rainbow-radio.com and um, I'll put you in touch with Davina if you've uh, missed the information, or it's KXFM 104.7. There's inform- there, there's a way to get a hold of me from the station as well too. So there's multiple ways. You have no excuses. <laughs> you can't hide behind anything. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to feel that we can give back. Uh, I'm speaking for you now, Davina, but I think it's pretty obvious. Give back uh, good things to. To good people that uh, are worthy and uh, deserving. So, yeah. So.
1: Yeah, that, and I just I just want to invite those person, people too that it, contact me if you if you want to talk about strategies, if you want to talk about organizing. I'm here, I'm happy to, to support you with that and to help you connect you with other people too. You you don't have to go through it alone. We know what works here because we've done it and we can help you find ways that it can work for you there wherever you're at to change those laws. And And it can be done. It, we don't know how long it'll take, but it, it, it can be done. And there are people all over the world that want to support you in changing the laws where you're at as well too. Yeah. Just, we just don't know how to help you until you ask.
0: And if, and if you can't reach us, me or Davina, uh, there is uh, the Trevor Project, and I'll give you that phone number. It's a toll-free number, 24 hours. There's always people there that care that can answer some simple questions for you. Um, it's uh, 866-488-7386. 866-488-7386. Or uh, Trevor Project on the, on the internet will get you there. And um, they're a wonderful organization. I, uh, they've helped people struggle with, uh, with issues, particularly with self-harming themselves. Uh, self-harming, I guess, is the right word. Yeah. I might as well say suicide, um, depression, and all those things. So we're, we're all happy people here because we feel we're, we, we are helping people see the, the light and the energy that's ahead And uh, the opportunities are there that you may not realize that so many people have. And uh, it's particularly with what's going on in the world. I just got five minutes here and I want to make really good use of it. (laughs) First of all, it's KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio. I'm here every Saturday at 9 a.m. I wanted to shout out to some friends of mine in Hawaii and, and, uh, Hello. Uh, Mary Josephic and Philip Green. Um, I uh, haven't seen them in a long while and say hello if you're listening. Uh, hopefully they're listening today. And um, anyone you want to shout out to, Davina?
1: I want to shout out to my sweetheart, uh, Diana, and oh. just her for her support during this
0: Are you married? Pandemic. Do I mind if I ask? Uh,
1: <laughs> we are not married yet. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> We're working on it.
0: Well, would you make it a, would you record it for for YouTube <laughs> if it happens? <laughs> it That's <laughs> we, we, You know, inquiring minds want to know. I'm, terrible. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm um, terrible. I also want to sh- uh, do a shout out to um, one of our mutual friends, Rick Sudi Karatas. Oh, yeah. Uh, who has a wonderful book called Rainbow Relatives. And um, his new book, uh, How Catering Sucked the Life Out of Me. Fantastic stuff.
0: That both of them are great. He uh, he's he could have been a stand-up comedian as well, or maybe he is. But the uh, the Rainbow Relatives, there's so many good lines in there, so many zingers. <laughs> like, good yeah. on you, Rick. <laughs> so oh, we'll and, shout out to Rick.
1: And I also want to thank uh, I want to thank Regina Gibson uh who is with Salami Studios, where I've been able to uh, record a couple of audio books there. Um, so I'll have an audio version of The Man of Paradigm Shift coming out uh, shortly. And then um, there's a wonderful person named Shafali Taspari, Dr. Shafali, And she was a friend of mine who I went through um, a training uh, internship with years and years ago. And now she is a world-class psychologist um, and has appeared mm-hmm. on, on Oprah many times. She helps with conscious parenting. And um, she's a great book called uh, The Conscious Parent and another book called Radical Awakening that's coming out. And she is a magnificent person. And I just want to thank her because uh, she's done a lot uh, as she's been an amazing friend. And she has also uh, supported me by writing a couple of forewords for my book. So I just want to shout out to her.
0: You keep good company, sounds like. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I feel very lucky. I've met some amazing people in my lifetime, and I try to just keep keep connecting back with them.
0: Now, you're based in, in L.A.? Yeah, you know.
1: I'm based in Los Angeles. huh.
0: And you do, um, obviously with COVID, you, you do some uh, of your work uh, on the Internet, uh, on one-on-ones?
1: Yeah, everything now is actually online. I do uh, everything's on Zoom or HIPAA-compliant video conferencing programs. Um, and I also actually, the thing I've been doing a lot during the the pandemic, and uh, this might surprise you, I am also a past life regressionist. I was pre- uh, trained by Dr. Brian Weiss, who's a clinical psychiatrist, and I do past life regression. And during the pandemic, I've been able to use Zoom and do past life regression work with people oh, all over the I world.
0: I think there's a lot of people interested in that. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's been pretty
0: exciting. It's like I the reason I am a somewhat of a believer is, uh, I, for me, there's certain things that I, in my mind, I, how did I know that? There's no way I could have known that, you know, that, that's happened, you know, enough to, for me to feel that there's something that's still residual in my brain from another time. And, uh, it's, it's surprising when you start thinking about thinking about it, you know, I remember, um, playing the piano, some of the stuff I, I intuitively knew without, uh, and the names of things that I shouldn't have yeah. ever understood, you know. It's a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: so I think it, it came on across, but um, that's my thing. If you th-
1: want to do a good. regression, I'd, I'd be delighted to do <laughs> one. That would, that would be fun. My, my treat. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I take yeah. care of on that. <laughs> well, um, is there any... It, also, if they just want to buy the book and don't want to bother anyone, they can go on Amazon. Is that right? Is it uh,
1: You can go on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or your local independent bookseller, whoever that is. You can uh, just, just go right on, or, or um, uh, Goodreads will show you how to do it, goodreads.com, where you want to buy it. So if you want to support Amazon or you want to support your local bookseller, uh, that, that's your choice, <laughs> whatever works, um, you can do that. And it's also available in Kindle. But I, I think it's nice to have the book, you know, in your hands. And if you want an, a, a signed copy, again, jump on my website and I'll, I, we can do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I should also just say, I, I want to also just acknowledge my, my writing group, uh, Phil Eisner, Charmaine Colina, Adam Birch, Colin Watts. Uh, I've had a solid group of people that I have been writing with. Most of them are screenwriters and they have indulged me by reading uh, you know, <laughs> my psycho- psychological new age self help work and uh giving me wonderful feedback. And I think it's helped their screenwriting as well.
0: Yeah. So uh, if you if you walked into the local bookstore and you, you wanted to ask for the book, you just go is the man do you have the mana book? Would that get yeah, it? The, the mana paragraph. Yeah. Well, that's the start. I mean, they, then they can probably find it if their memory's mm-hmm. short. It's the manna book. I don't Absolutely. know what else to say. <laughs> I want to make sure they get the book. I don't want to leave anyone out of this. Well, we're we're got to wrap up here. I, this is this has been a wonderful Saturday morning. I've looked forward to it for a, a week.
1: <laughs> me too, Craig. Thank you for having me.
0: No, I totally thank you. Anyway. I want you. I want you to come back again and again. I think the topics. Uh, that are are so important out there i'd like to feel we talk about them um and that there's a lot of benefit for a lot of people out there with with particularly with covid and i do i I'm, I'm optimistic at this point i i uh, uh, about what's going where the direction we're heading hopefully we'll just get some more inertia and it'll grow and grow and grow and, and we'll be on a good healthy track to a good strong middle class a good economy uh low unemployment and all the, all the love in the world can offer.
1: That sounds that? great. I'm totally down for that. And and maybe we'll get a chance to meet again in person. It was wonderful to to visit you in Laguna beach a couple of years ago and uh, come yeah. down there again yeah. at some point.
0: Yeah, I hope so. Maybe this summer, I think we're going to do our pride. Uh, Laguna beach pride is going to have its pride festival this summer. I think a, a shortened version of it because we, we just don't have that much time to get, Organized, but what, that's what we're looking at. So, yeah, and probably in September. I'm not sure. We're, we're looking at a lot of dates and stuff, but we're alive and well and we're working on it. So, again, thank you. Thank you for tuning in and, and on a Saturday morning. And I know you'll be busy next week because you have multiple things going on. And uh, you've borne my heart today. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Craig. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Take care, everybody. Take care.
0: Goodbye to everyone. Craig, thanks for tuning in. KXFM 104.7. Craig and Davina wish you a happy week and a wonderful life. Now back to uh, KXFM regular programming. <laughs> KXRN LP. Laguna Niguel, Laguna KXFM. Beach. member supported KXFM on 104.7. KXFMRadio.org.